This episode is brought to you by my friends at Downey Dave's Barbershop. Alright, look it. All over my Instagram feed, I'm seeing barbershops closing doors. Nope, not Downey Dave's though. These dudes use this time to renovate and update their barbershop. That's a true testament to their dedication to their staff and their customers. Downey Dave's is not just some busted ass barbershop. Downey Dave's has been in the haircut game for more than 20 years. They're not some bullshit. $12 haircuts, man. Some of you guys look like fools out there. Each of their barbers at Downey Dave's is dedicated to their craft. You'll always feel comfortable. And and really, one thing I found, I, I found just overwhelming there was their conversations. Like, they're unique and funny and they they'll keep you rolling in there they're open um they're they're open now get over there now all of you werewolves can finally transform back into men and if you got little ones looking like the tasmanian devil bring them down to downy daves they are open get your ass down there downy daves is located on 8032 Two Stewart and Gray Road in Downey, California, nine zero two four one. Tell them that your boy Rudy sent ya. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by my friend Gilbert Hernandez at Century Twenty One All Stars for real estate. I mean, this dude has been a close friend of mine. Um, I'm super glad to have him as a sponsor. Um, as some of you may know, I worked in the banking industry as a branch manager for about five years. Yeah, I like to think I have a strong understanding of personal finance. So when I see something that can really help and benefit a listener out there, I got to share that shit. Gilbert is my go-to guy when it comes to real estate and, and really just learning what the heck real estate really is. Uh, I, I completely understand that times are tough for some of us right now. We might not be in the market for a, a house or a big-ass move or a change in life like that. I get it. But let me tell you, Gilbert Hernandez is more than just some rink-a-dink real estate agent. He truly cares about the communities he works and lives in. Gilbert Hernandez has been working hard to locate homes that are safe and valuable for purchasers. Whether you're looking for your first home or an income property, he'll do all the footwork to deliver you as many options that fit your needs. You want a house with a pond leading to a pool with an acre of land in a tiny town? Gilbert will find that shit for you, dog. He'll answer any questions you may have, and you never know what you're going to come up with, but ask him he'll answer it if you call him and ask you know how do i buy a home and then you go to your 21 year old cousin that just received the free real estate test for kids.com certificate he'll be glad to give you advice before you buy that trailer gilbert hernandez is the guy to go to again he's with century 21 all-stars gilbert can be found anywhere on um, social media under the handle Gil, G-I-L, underscore sales, S-E-L-L-S, underscore. And uh, if you want to you wanna give him a call, give him a call. Shoot him a text. His number is 562-536-8540. Don't want to call. Don't want to text. Don't want to get that personal. Shoot him an email. 
realestategilbert at gmail.com. Uh, let them know that Rudy sent ya. Obviously. I can't play the guitar for shit. But you know who can? Is Noah Britton. That's the dude that made that intro beat. Uh, you can find him anywhere at Britain Beats um, on all platforms. Uh, this dude's awesome, man. He's a fucking entrepreneur trying his own shit out, you know, busting his hump. He just did an interview with, um, like, a national televised uh, network, and he's talking about his entrepreneurialism, dude. Like, how fucking tight is that? You know, he wants to make it. He wants to be somebody. You know, he wants his piece of the pie. I'm with him, man. Shout out Noah Britton. Britton Beats, dog. Britton is spelled B-R-I-T-O-N. Beats is B-E-A-T-S. He doesn't slang out those beats that Dwight Schrute used to slang out. Mm-mm. He slangs out some beats. I'm still going to keep my old beat as an outro on the back end of my shows. Um, but let me welcome you all to the Everyday Guy Podcast. This is episode 26. Slap in your mother. Yes. Um, before I get into it, dog, if you get a chance, take a look at this article. Um, it's on. Okay, be advised, it's on CNN. Now, um, let me let me be frank about something, right? If you get mad about this, ain't even in my script, dog. So fuck it. Um, if you get mad about like politics and shit. Why? Why do you get mad about it? Like if somebody mentions something or or mentions somebody in the media, oh, that person spoke out against Trump. He's a fucking asshole. Why? Why are you mad? You love Trump that much? You're going to get mad? You're going to change your own emotion? I don't get it. I don't get it. But people do it. People close. People far. People on Facebook. People on uh, Instagram, you know, and everybody just gets so angry about it, like, oh, CNN, I ain't gonna go to fucking CNN, I don't trust them for shit, they lie, they're fake, I'm not gonna go to Fox News, that's fucking conservative, are you kidding me, all they do is spin, spin everything to, to the narrative they want you to focus on, well, you know, here's the honest truth, both fucking networks do it, all networks have a narrative, fuck them all, but you know what, they're there they still put out articles but you as a nation you guys gotta be be able to to dissect these arguments on both sides if it gets if it get if you get mad and you can't even watch cnn what's wrong with you i don't know to me that seems like something's wrong with you something on tv is gonna make you that mad i don't know but um for this article, you know, it is back to uh, CNN. And uh, the reason I, I don't mind using this this article um, from a, a bullshit network like CNN is uh, it's kind of like a research article. So it's not much you can you can change. Um, and anything I notice they try to spin, 
you know, when they noticed that uh, Stephen Carrillo was uh, charged with um, the murder. He murdered a protective services officer in Oakland, California, and did a straight-up fucking drive-by, dude, during a Black Lives Matter protest. And they're going to spin the narratives, you know, that um, they might even add things in the article, you know, to, to spin the narrative that the Black Lives Matter maybe jumped in and helped um, protect that protective services officer. Who knows? But when I see shit like that that comes up trying to spin my thought, man, I say fuck it. I stick to, you know, what the research is. And then I just don't stick to CNN. Go to other articles. Go to other pages. There's other people covering this shit. But anyways, back to uh, that boogaloo movement. Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Look that shit up, dog. What it refers to is the big boogaloo. Uh, Civil War Two, the boogaloo. Um, what it, That's what it means. It's a group of individuals that believe the next civil war is, is upon us and um, they want to further that that ideology um, now let me you know make a disclaimer I do not agree with or or, or um, you know want to further their agenda however this shit is fascinating as fuck and this shit is happening in our country you know so by me looking into it, I'm just an honest citizen, man. Looking into it and sharing my experience, man. That's all I'm doing. But look it up, dog. Stephen Carrillo. He's fettering a, He's facing a federal murder charge. Uh, May 29th, he did a drive-by shooting of David Patrick Underwood, a federal protective services officer in Oakland. At the same time, a protest was happening against br- police brutality. Um, this dude was a, an active duty staff sergeant, Air Force. Dude, then he killed another dude, June 6th, uh, Santa Cruz Sheriff, Jim Hart. I'm sorry, um, the, the deceased sheriff was not Sheriff Jim Hart. Um, that's the one who just spoke, but... <coughs> Excuse me. Don't smoke, kids. The boogaloo term is uh, is used by extremists to reference a violent uprising or impending civil war in the United States. Uh, you know, it, it's... It's scary, dude. It's fucking scary out there. Um, the world has gone mad, you know, some people say, and, um, I intend to watch from a distance, but I watch with intent to, um, protect my own, alright, you know what I mean, I got, I got two beautiful daughters that I spent the weekend with, I'll go over that later, but I got two beautiful daughters I gotta come home to every day, even though I don't have them every day, I still have to be present. I have to be ready. You never know what this world's going to bring. Now, I have amazing friends that uh, have maybe prepared for things like this. But um, as for me, I've never prepared myself other than mentally, you know, up here in the brain. Um, 
and then to be physically ready to get the fuck out if we gotta bounce things get weird you never know you know the the only thing that can bring down a nation is truly civil unrest and what's funny is people attribute that quote to Abraham Lincoln but he never said that um and it just got uh, changed throughout the years and, and through different um, articles and different books and shit. But no, nah, he, he never said that. But it's a it's the truth. You think about it. Civil unrest is, is what was it for three years? We had a civil war. Brothers killing brothers. Americans killing Americans. You know. And uh, the South fought for what was wrong. That's the honest truth. No one should ever own a person. A man is a man. You can't own a man. You know? So, to me, it's like... The South was fighting for what was wrong. Sorry. And that might rub people the wrong way, but it's the honest truth. In my eyes. And that's my opinion. If you don't like it... You know, from the movie The Replacements... Uh, if you don't like it... Get the fuck out. <laughs> That's the honest truth, man. Um, but if you think that the South was fighting for what was right, um, I, I just I disagree with you. Uh, respectively, of course, but I, I think that's a false thought, a poor thought. Um, but everybody's entitled to their own. Um, that's just that's just my my thought process. Um, Okay, so I want to jump into my past weekend review. Uh, I went AWOL with the fam this weekend to Lake Havasu. Uh, we went with some really family friends that uh, they own a boat, a house, a trailer, and all the above, you know. Uh, it was such a fun fucking time, dude. That was the first time the girls uh, were on a boat. They loved it, and they hated it a little bit. You know, to be honest, um, for their first experience, I don't know what they expected, but they felt maybe they were on the boat too long and not in the water enough. Um, and it was hot, you know, it was hotter than a motherfucker, dude. And, uh, I, I think to their credit, they just had such a good time beaching the boat and fucking throwing sand around, you know, and being kids in the water, dude, and the sand being dirty, you know, going pee. Dude, my little daughter, my four-year-old, dude, she has a tendency, like, when we're in the water, we're in the lake, right? Everybody pees in the lake. Ain't no bathrooms there. Everybody pisses in the lake. So, my daughter's like, Daddy, I gotta go bathroom real bad. Okay, honey, we can go in the lake. No problem. She looks at me like, the lake, you want me to piss in the lake? Right, I'll piss in the lake. So, I get her out of the boat. I put her, uh, put her on the sand right there. <laughs> She's just standing on the sand. Takes like two steps to the water. Water's right at her ankles. She just pisses. I'm like, Gaz, you gotta go in the water, dude. Daddy, you said piss in the lake. <laughs> dude. She's straight up like standing pee, man. Into the lake. Yeah, she had it right. I couldn't get mad at her, you know. She followed the rules. <laughs> she listened to me. She didn't piss in the boat. But, um, man, that was just funny as hell, man. Um, 
but once we were beach, you know, it was a good time. Uh, it, it just sucks, dude, because I'm on a antidepressant that fucks with me when I'm in the sun too much. And if I'm in the sun too much, like, my blood levels get all funky and I get, like, super tired and just fatigued and, and like, super non-social. Like, I just, I don't feel good. I feel, I don't feel good. You know, you like, you feel physically not well sometimes. Stomach hurts. You know, you got, you got uh, acid reflux or, or what other people have in their esophagus and shit. Heartburn. Motherfuckers deal with heartburn. You know, I don't deal with too much heartburn. I try to stay away from, like, spicy-ass food and shit. Something that's going to hurt my tongue. I don't want that shit. But I do like sour candies, so I'm a little hypocrite. You know what I noticed, too? God, I'm really going off fucking subject here, but I don't care. It's my podcast. Um, parenting is just being one gigantic freaking hypocrite. That's all you are. I mean... You're more than that. I shouldn't say that's all you are. Um, that's kind of who you are, though. <laughs> Being a fucking, if you're a good parent, you're a, you're a great hypocrite. You know, some things you just don't want your kids doing. And uh, they don't understand it. It's, it's you know, it's a, it's a type of protection, really. Um, it's a type of protection for the child and also for yourself, I believe. And... Um, but I noticed that, like, I'm such a huge freaking hypocrite, man. Like, um, my daughter was looking at somebody smoking a stove when we were in Havasu on the boat. She's like, Daddy, look at that person, how disgusting they look. And my daughter doesn't know I smoke, um, has never known. And, um, I don't know when I'll tell her. That's my biggest issue or secret fear. You know, is is her finding out, but it is what it is, and um, I'm gonna try to quit eventually. Um, but I got a lot of, you know, shit I'm working through. I know I use the Stokes as a crutch, you know, to help me with stress or whatever. Um, but it's really just a crutch, and I know it, but I'm not ready to break it. I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess hiding it from my daughter is um, what I've been doing, but it's not right. You know what I mean? Eventually that time will come. It's just not now, I feel. And uh, you can call me what you want, but I'm just trying to be a good parent. And, um, you know, I don't smoke around my daughters. I don't smell like smoke. Um, I do really good at protecting myself against that shit and protecting them. Keep that shit out of the car. Car always smells great. You know? It's not me to 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 do that to them. I want them to have a fair chance at life. Um, the statistics are there. You know? I don't know the exact amount, but they're quite high. On uh, parents that smoking, you know, around their children. The children are most likely going to smoke when they, they get older. Um, it's natural. Parents that drink, if it's a good experience and they see that their parents are doing well and can have a good drink and let loose sometimes, um, they're also going to do the same. Now, I understand that, so I've decided to be a hypocrite and not tell my daughter and hide it from them. And um, it is what it is, man. But uh, 
back to back to Havasu. Uh, yeah, I could I couldn't be in the sun a lot, but I don't want to bum anybody out with my bullshit. Because um, obviously, you know, you're gonna be in the sun on the boat. I mean, it is what it is. And uh, I was in the sun, dude. We got there Friday after I, I felt better from being sick, like, the whole day. And uh, we jumped on the boat when we got there, and I was hot as hell, man. The sun was at an angle where, like, no shade would work. Like, that shit, it, without blocking, my buddy was driving the boat, dude. Like, just, I'm stuck in the sun, dude. So I got real tired and frustrated, and... You know, I was frustrated with just feeling tired and uh, sleepy, and I was becoming, like, non-social on Friday. I, I, I was fucking tired, man. The car ride and then jumping on the boat and feeling sick, like, earlier in the day. Dude, I was just frustrated with how I was feeling, you know? And for me, it just comes out as anger. And uh, because I wear that shit on my face, dude. Like, uh, my eyebrows come down like this, you know, and I just... I'm the, you know, I make the face you make when you get mad, you know, and uh, but once I was being, yeah, once I kind of like came to and started realizing like, what am I gonna do here? I, I'm with my family, we're on vacation, we're in a new state. The girls have never left the state, you know. It's not like we're going anywhere far, but it's an experience. And that question of, well, hey, have you ever left the, like, California girls? Oh, yeah, I left with my, my, um, my family. Like, how dope is that, you know? I made that experience with them. So, I could have made it a bad experience where they hated it. And they hate reflecting on it. Maybe it's not an experience they want to bring up when asked if they've left the, you know, California. So, I had to take that into consideration and, um... I changed it, you know. Um, I had to change that mentality. I had to choose that. You know what, dude? I'm here. I'm going to enjoy every single person around me. And I'm going to be present and available and engage in conversations. And uh, make the most of the time here. Not stress myself out. Not worry myself. And uh, it worked. You know? I slept well Friday night. Um, they slept in their 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 river house and then we slept in their fifth wheel trailer it's freaking huge man so we had plenty of space the girls loved it um they have a son around my daughter's age and and they loved it dude just a fucking dope ass time dude the kids would get along um they got a little dog so the dog's all up in the mix and um they loved it that's that's what they they enjoyed so it would be wrong for me to strip them of that that moment, that memory. And um, I've done that in the past, dude. Stripped them of like a lot of different memories. But I'm able to to catch myself better nowadays and um, change that thought, dude. Before it becomes like before it overtakes me, and then I just walk around like a fucking dickhead, dude. Pissed, you know, triggered, dude. Like, anything will, will set me off, you know? And why am I going to do that? Why am I going to do that to my family? The people I chose to be there with, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, but aside from, you know, 
being in a whole new state and um, dealing with my feelings and enjoying the moment in the end, um, I got to say the most beautiful thing I experienced the entire weekend was the beauty of a conversation between friends and loved ones and and just being open and trusting those people and uh, listening being a good listener I think I have a skill I think I have a talent I'm a hell of a listener and I can uh I enjoy a conversation. I enjoy dissecting a conversation. If there's things I don't understand, I'll ask. And um, I think a lot, obviously, before I speak. And I formulate my sentences as well as I can. And um, when I ask questions, it it's going to be based on what you're telling me. You know? I, I like to listen to what you're saying and take notes mentally in my head of what you're saying. So I can go back to when it's my turn to speak. Now, some people in conversations, you can tell when they're ready to fucking talk. Yeah, but... Okay, yeah. You're saying yeah, yeah. Yeah to what, you stupid motherfucker? I just said, like, five points. You're saying yeah to them? I wasted my breath. I hate, I hate when people do that to me. Um, but it's so common that... You know, it used to frustrate me when I was a little younger, but nowadays it's just like, I feel bad for you. Like, I, I don't know, is that the type of conversations you have at home, <laughs> you know, with your husband or your wife? You just talk over them? Do they ever get hurt, you know? I don't know. Do you care? But... I get it. Some people just believe in that moment that their point is the only one that matters. Um, but for me to have a conversation is to be open and understand the dialogue. And um, understand that that what they're telling you, you gotta, you gotta trust them first off. If you're going to talk to people and, and open up and, and be sharing and loving... You really have to have trust. You don't trust that person. It ain't gonna work. Nah. Even if you do tell him, you're always gonna think like, fuck, man, I shouldn't have said that to that dude. Or that person, you know, your instinct might have been right and that person goes around and fucking tells everybody. I don't know, but for me, you know, like a conversation is just so personal to me. And that's a big reason I started the podcast is just to have open dialogue with people. Um, I've spoke with a handful of people. and I've been rejected by a handful of people um, to be on the podcast. And it is extremely demoralizing and it sucks. But I understand that people aren't like me and aren't as open and, and might not feel as comfortable with their message going out to the world because it's out there it's public um i get it does it hurt my feelings of course it hurts my feelings but um a couple of guests that i i do plan on having i i'm super pumped about um one of my sponsors uh of the show um gilbert hernandez 
uh, Gilbert Hernandez Realty. Um, he works under uh, Century 21 All-Stars, and uh, he's, he's a hell of a dude. I've known him for years. Used to work with him back in at Sears when we were a couple of young bucks, man. And uh, we were both salesmen, you know. He, he was a hell of a salesman, always thorough. Made sure he, he wasn't just fucking with people, you know. And uh, it was appliances. It wasn't anything major. Um, but he moved into real, like, uh, he sold cars for a while, and he was extremely successful. And he was able to um, move over to being a realtor. And I, you know, check out his Instagram, uh, Gilbert Hernandez. Uh, it's Gil Sells. Uh, let me pull up his. his So he's at Gil, G-I-L, underscore, sales, S-E-L-L-S, underscore. That's it. Uh, you can find him there, dude. But uh, uh, talk to him, dude. He's a dope-ass dude, and uh, I hope to have him on the podcast at some point in, um, in the future because personal finance is huge to me. Um, it's something that was never, ever, ever explained to me growing up. No, not at all. Uh, my parents didn't explain it to me. My The schools didn't explain it to me. College didn't explain it to me. I was just fucked. You know, I made a ton of mistakes and uh, came out the gun slanging. You know what I mean? Swinging, not slinging. Swinging. You know, made a ton of mistakes, man. Um, so don't be like me. You know, reach out to Gilbert, dude. He's a tight ass dude. Um, he won't steer you wrong. I uh, definitely trust the dude. If you want to know about appliances, hit the dude up. You want to know about cars, hit him up. If you want to know about houses, hit him up. And, you know, anything else, I don't know. Get a friend or some shit. But, um, so back to my, my weekend. Um, you know, I was in Lake Havasu this weekend and, uh, I fucking hate the water, dude. I hate the water, dude. I hate being in the water. I hate pools. I hate showers, I hate washing my hands, I hate water. Am I saying I don't I do not do those things? Not at all. I'm just saying I hate them. still do them. You know what I mean? Sometimes I, I hate eating healthy. Sometimes I do it, though. Sometimes, though. Not a lot. But, um, I hate water, man. Water fucking sucks. I hate being in the water. I hate being wet. More than that, too, I hate being sticky. Dirty. It's fucking disgusting. But, um, yeah, I just I hated that. But, uh, people love the boat, you know? People people love the lakes and the water. And my girls are little fishes, man. They love to be in that water. They love to be in that water, man. Um, and, uh, and, uh, back to, to the art of conversation. You know, it, it just, there's something to me that's so fascinating and intriguing when you're able to listen to someone's point of view, but um, also them do the same. And um, if they're able to listen and, and also respond to what you're saying and not just some crazy opinion that they're thinking or um, not really listening to anything you're saying, um, 
it's difficult, you know, it's un, it's not fun, it's like a work conversation, you're just trying to get something through, um, but when you have, like, a decent and, and great conversation with someone, to me, it's so rewarding, I'd say that, rewarding, um, and it could be with anyone, man, it could be with anyone, that's the, the dope thing about conversation. So you can talk to anybody. Um, I ran into my neighbor at the store. Um, she works at the store. and I ran into her and she's like, oh, hey, how are you? And she knows my family and shit. And uh, she she um, asked about my brother and my, my parents and asked if they're going to travel anytime soon. How are they doing with the whole pandemic? And uh, it was nice. We, we spoke for about like a minute. You know, we didn't speak long. She was working, and I had to I had to get on my way. It was, was actually Friday when we were going to Lake Havasu, and um, it was cool. It was cool. It was nice to have somebody show interest in my family's well-being. The honest truth. And it's something so simple, you know, but I found it very pleasant and rewarding, so... You know, shout out to my neighbor. I won't name her, but my neighbor, dude, she, she's dope. Um, yeah, dude, shit's getting shit's getting weird though with the our country again. Yeah, I mean, our country's in crazy like reform right now. But John Bolton, dude, he came out with this book, "The Room Where It Happened," a White House memoir. Uh, John Bolton, if if you don't know, he was a U.S. ambassador to the U.N. back in like the mid 2000s, and uh, he was instrumental in the Trump admin uh, administration as a Trump advisor, dude. And uh, to boot, he, you know, this fool's a, a Republican, man, a conservative model Republican, and uh, he's coming out with this book telling about all the. Um, shit he basically could have testified about um during the um dude what the fuck is that thing called when they're trying to get the president out of office anyways he was not allowed to testify at that the word will come to me but he wasn't allowed to testify at that um cause it was in violation to you know, his oath or something, and, uh, the president, I think, had, I'm not, I'm really not too sure, but I know he was not able to testify in, uh, in the case where they wanted to get rid of the president, and, um, so he wrote this book, dude, and, uh, I'm curious to read it, it came up on, uh, Audible, and there's a 30-day membership, or, like, a free membership I might do, I want to hear that shit, um, because I'm a libertarian, slightly. I don't. I don't even. I can't say I'm a full libertarian. No, I shouldn't say that. Um, but I do. I do relate with some of their ideals. I don't know how people can call themselves Republican and Democrat. Like you fully agree with it. You you 100% agree with that party, and the things they've done. 
you really you you you're, you're invested to say yeah yeah oh i believe it i love it the other one makes me so mad i don't understand that shit dude uh, maybe because I don't know. Maybe people will say I haven't had enough dedication or love for something. I don't think that's it. I just don't think that I can fully align myself with people that I might not agree with. And um, to to say that I'm a Democrat or Republican just means that to me that you've given up on understanding that politics is a bunch of bullshit. That's all it is. It's a bunch of bullshit. However, voting. You can vote. But even now, shit, man. With Russia fucking with us, with our own president, our own uh, ex-president, fucking, you know, using the military or the, the government in the wrong way. Dude. Both sides of the aisle are fucked. Um, however, these are the people that are leading our country. And it's important to know what they experience. So I, I'm I'm curious to hear this John Bolton book. Um, and I say hear it because I don't think I'll read it. I think I'll listen on Audible. But um, we'll see. This country is in a different time right now. There's, you know, people are fighting for police reform. There's a section of Seattle that has been um, designated as an autonomous zone where police are not allowed to enter. And um, citizens have control of certain buildings, and I believe they're in City Hall now. It's a different world right now. I work with a mask on when I'm in the office. I have to wear a mask at work. It's weird as hell. I hate it. I'm a glasses wearer, man. These things fog up. It's the worst. I hate it so much. But it's part of life. This world is changing. It's getting weird, man. But, um, you know, I'm looking after mine and uh, protecting myself. And in doing so, I have the podcast. And uh, I really enjoy it. I love it. Um, So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Um, Tune in next week. Or this week. I don't know when I'm going to put another one out. I have one more that I haven't even edited yet. been so lazy. And we've been in Havasu too. So I'm going to edit one and then this one. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But uh, thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, Peace.